Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com. I read a book, Constellation of Philosophy. The main guy, Boethius, is condemned to death. He has everything taken from him. All he has is his reason and his sense of self. Not even that. But he attempts to console himself to this execution by reasoning that the world has order, that there is something that keeps things together. And he uses his reason to try and get to the root of why he should be at peace at death. The problem is, his source of origin is a belief in God. What would you do? Well, I, I don't know if I fully understand the question. I do know that uh, if he's about to be executed... Uh, How about you are about to be executed? Oh, I'm about to be executed. You have nothing except your knowledge and your, your knowledge of science, your experience. I would request that my body in death be buried, not cremated, so that the energy content contained within it gets returned to the earth so that flora and fauna can dine upon it just as I have dined upon flora and fauna throughout my life. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is the Douglas Adams episode. Episode 42. (laughs) It's also the Zombie Jesus episode. It is, because we are recording just before... This is all Jesus Hallow's is, Eve. This is before the the body comes out of the grave. Right. This is all Hallow's Eve, I guess. So Easter Eve would be the night that we're recording. You know, it's funny because, like, my, my kid doesn't know who Jesus is or any of that nonsense. And I was thinking, like, how would you explain Easter to oh. somebody who didn't, who wasn't so immersed in the theology and the mythology of it, right? Are you, you like, worried about giving that person nightmares? I'm worried about blowing their mind up with nonsense. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, think about this. You're explaining the scourging and crucifixion to a child. Right. How do you explain that without making them fucking piss the bed at night? Well, sure. And it's like, you're going to tell them like, well, and then they killed Jesus. And they'd be like, well, wait, didn't you say he was God? <laughs> well, yeah, he's like God's kid. <laughs> like, you're going to tell your kid, like, they killed God's kid. Right, like, sure. So your but ass ain't not, fucking safe. He's not God's kid. He's God. Right. And he's so, also he's, a spirit. Right. And he's like a fucking three-in-one sale. Like, yeah, like it's like there was a three-in-one sale at the corner or something. I like that's like Bogo Bogo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got a double Bogo on deities yeah, up right. in 
just, I mean, they just kept stocking up. Yeah, I got like, they had it on deities. They had it on Pringles. You know what I mean? Like they just had it on a few different things, and you just stock up with your zombie Jesus. You know. I mean, think about trying to explain that situation to somebody who's not immersed in the mythology. Oh gosh, it would I don't be know insane. How you do it. Like, why did it take him three days? Well, I don't really know. <laughs> because he was busy the other two. Right. He had plans. He I'm was, not sure he was bowling. I'm not sure. What the fuck was he doing? He was mourning. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was sad. It was very sad. He was melancholy those couple of days. Yeah, and his like, omnipotent ass couldn't get motivated into fucking resurrecting his dead ass son. It, he had to get, he had to kill a part of himself so that he would forgive yeah, us. Yeah, that's the thing too. It's like God like, died, what? right? I don't. Understand, like he died, but then he didn't. But then he went to heaven. But where was he during those other three Your days? Mythology like, is so confusing. It, it was a place, you know, for those three days when he wasn't like he didn't ascend and he wasn't. He was just like where atheists go, right? He's just like, let hmm. us celebrate the mystery of the Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery, mystery because we don't understand it after two thousand years of thinking about this bullshit. <laughs> Here, eat a fucking wafer. <laughs> Easter. Uh, if you believe that shit, you're fucking stupid. Oh, <laughs> I believe there's Cadbury eggs, and I will eat the fuck out of a Cadbury egg. Lamb cake? Yeah. I will lamb have a cake lamb awesome. cake. I always decapitate the lamb. I just, I can't help myself. That's the first move. You go for the lamb head. My wife likes Easter, so like we do like an Easter basket and that sort of thing. And I just, and eventually he's going to ask a question like, "Why do I get an Easter bass?" I'm just going to be like, "I don't know. Yeah. Just there's a bunny or something. I don't understand why Easter." <laughs> Give me all your chocolate, kid. <laughs> right. Do, do, look, do you want the fucking chocolate or not? Yeah, because I'm going to eat the fuck out of so that. Have you seen your dad? Like, I will eat this shit. Don't threaten <laughs> me with questions. <laughs> you don't. You don't tempt Job the Hut with a frog. <laughs> And you don't tempt Tom with a fucking chocolate bunny. You just don't do it. Oh, my God. That's awesome. This should be the second coming of cognitive dissonance. Like This should be the rising (laughs) of cognitive dissonance. Oh, We've been doing it for a year, too, by the way. Right. This is an anniversary of sorts. This is like an anniversary of sorts. Like our first we, – we started like the first weekend in April last year. So it's been a year. Jackpot for us. Yay. Yeah. Condolences. Where's my fucking birthday cake? Yeah. <laughs> It's a lamb cake. Bring me a cake. I don't care what shape the cake is in. Yeah. Look at me. I don't care what shape I'm in. Yeah. God. I'm here to be trained. I'm here for an education. I'm willing, God. I'll do what you want me to do. I'll say what you want me to say. In Jesus' name, name. amen. So the first story we're going to go over is actually from the Friendly Atheist blog. Um, And this is a great story. This story cracks me up. There's there's an image, Cecil, of the Ascension Convention. And that that couldn't be any better, right? right. The Ascension Convention. This is perfect, yeah. And if you're ascending and you're a girl... (laughs) You own, you have to use the elevator. The sign says Ascension Convention 2012. Right. Girls only in the elevators. Right. Boys <laughs> must use escalators. And then there's just a picture of no men. There's no men. <laughs> it should be like pro men. Right. I don't know. So evidently the they you can't be in a closed room with a girl 
even if that room is only closed to get you from one floor to another. Yeah, because you're going to lay the hump on it. Dude, that's some seriously premature ejaculation if you can get that shit accomplished between floors one and floors three. You know what I mean? (laughs) If you are an uptight fucking never touched it before Christian, I guarantee you can get it off between one and three. I guarantee guarantee it can be be done. So Hemant writes here. We had Hemant on the show before, and Hemant writes, um, option one. We can't have a girl and a boy and no one else in an elevator together. They would jump each other. We all know Christians can't keep their pants on in elevators. And don't even get me started on the full elevator with multiple boys and girls. Or Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I have to use that term from now on whenever I'm referring to an orgy. Right. That's awesome. I don't do that very often. How often do they come up? Really? Not Not very often, it turns out. Too often. Yeah. I also like is the idea that you might look up the girl's skirt as she went up the escalator Maybe. and you were like laying down on the escalator. How would you? <laughs> That's an uncomfortable way to go up an escalator. Right. And it would not be. And it would not <laughs> That's be. a very sharp way to go up an escalator. It's hardly clandestine either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what you doing? I'm just laying down on this escalator. Yeah. You know. Yeah, this, is, this isn't mirrors on the shoes sort of thing. Yeah. Who doesn't this is, lay down on escalators? Yeah. It's standard practice, really. And it's like the most unforgiving, sharp surface. <laughs> it's like there is no escalator that is like a soft, nice, I could lay down and take a nap on it thing. No. 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 I, this is terrific. Yeah. And I love that it's the Ascension Convention. I know. It's perfect. It's perfect. That's, that's fantastic. So well yeah, played. I, I don't know why. The, bunch what, of, I guess that they're just trying to keep the – why do they even invite boys and girls together then? Like if they're – Why wouldn't they just have it on yeah, two days? they're so worried about them intermingling in a private place. I mean you're at a convention, right? Let's not fucking pretend that single people at a convention don't look for ye old hookup. You know what I mean? Like you're there of like minds. You're at a place where you share the same fucking hobby. So suddenly you're like, hey, I'm at the Comic-Con. I'm dressed like Iron Man. Looks like I'm going to be banging fucking, I don't know, fucking Black Widow later or whatever. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like there's a there's a there's an intermingling of hobby here. And at this point, this is an intermingling of, you know, a very deep part of you. So you're right. going to be probably on the prowl looking for Mrs. Wright or Mr. Wright. And or Mrs. Gonna, available. And they have hotel rooms. So presumably they could feasibly just go back to somebody's hotel room to drop that ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't understand why you're fucking prohibiting it in the elevators. You should be fucking chaperoning the hotel rooms. Right. I, I don't know. Is the idea that... That they're unchaperoned when traveling from one floor to another floor. Because it says boys and right. girls, not men and sure, women. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so the presumption is that they don't have their own room. Yeah, but you have a key right? card, they're like sharing. <laughs> <laughs> you got a key card in 20 minutes, you have a teen pregnancy. That's all I'm saying. 20 minutes? Yeah, 20 minutes to get to the room and, and back. Tea and, and cake, also too. Up. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. So this next story is from Huffington Post. Um, and it's sort of awful. Yeah, this yeah. is not a I good to go story. With awful. It's also incredibly bizarre. Right. Um, New York mom is accused of killing her daughter by feeding the little girl peanut M&Ms. Because she was allergic to. And she did this to send her child to heaven. 
because the child had cerebral palsy and she felt that her child would have a better life in heaven than she had on earth. So, you know, standard. You basically poison them with a terrible, horrible allergic reaction that causes their throat to swell up and their airways to close and them to asphyxiate. I mean, that's what any loving mother would do. This is the saddest story ever. And she, she, you know, she says, like, in the thing that she wants to send them to heaven or whatever. And somebody on our Facebook page had a really good point. Like, this is a a livable disease. Like, you can live with this disease. You know, you you have to take care of the person. But it's not the almost unbelievable pain that you could possibly feel. It almost feels like she just copped out, wanted to go, and... (laughs) Took the kid for the ride, you know, but evidently she didn't fucking, she didn't, she didn't die, although not for fucking lack of trying, according to this article. They found her lying on the floor. Now I'm reading directly from this Huffington Post article. The cops found her lying on the floor near her body, near her daughter's body. She had allegedly tried to kill herself with a cocktail of insulin injections and painkillers and then attempt to strangle herself with an electrical cord. She was really... Looking to go. She was looking to check out here, and she just failed. Well, she um, gave it the old college try. She though. certainly did, but yeah. she's she tried to kill herself uh, after giving her daughter this thing, which, again, the person on our Facebook page said, that's kind of a shitty way to die. Like, oh. That's not a painless, like, honey, let me put you in the car and start it, you right. know, and drive it in the garage sort of way. No, it's like, uh, you know, we're going to give you something that makes you fucking basically look like Arnold Schwarzenegger from fucking, uh, from Total Recall. Total Recall. Your fucking <laughs> eyes all budged out and you're like, ah, 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 ah. you know, like, that's basically what you're doing. Um, this poor girl suffered and then this, this mom just gave up. But this is, I think the biggest part of this is that she's saying she's going to be fine in heaven. And it's like, well, what if there isn't a heaven? Yeah, she says she wants to give her back to heaven. This doesn't happen right. without heaven. Right? This doesn't this doesn't happen. Somebody does cerebral palsy is not that's not a, a an illness that, you know, is like you said. This is just somebody who didn't want to deal with it right. anymore. You know? But the, the the thing is that without heaven, without the consolation of heaven, there's no justification, there's no rationalization that can take place. Instead what she's got is, well, I'll send my daughter to heaven and that's and if I believe in hell, why wouldn't you? I mean, really, like, if heaven is a real thing, then anytime somebody dies, especially kids, because, like, the kids are all going to heaven or whatever, you know, like, all dogs and kids, it's like, it, like, why wouldn't you celebrate that? Like, when my kid died, and that's great, because they're an eternal paradise. That's better than, like, the Atlantis Resort. <laughs> right? It's eternal paradise. Kid can eat all the M&Ms they want up there without fear right? of Right, it's like, dying. how was your day? Yeah. Fantastic! I'm in yeah. paradise. How's tomorrow looking? <laughs> Great! Yippee! I know. It's like, what do you have to look forward to? Yeah, everything. It's all yeah, exactly. good. You know. So, if you really believe in that, it is a real and genuine consolation. You know. That's so. Hey, what the fuck? Why not? Here's some M and M. Have the yeah, red exactly. one. It's yeah. delicious. <laughs> I think I think they should have like one of those M and M skits though, where like those little walking M and Ms are all going to a funeral, oh, and like no. all those, <laughs> and one of them's like behind bars, is like a murderer, and like shanking another dude in prison. 
fucking Eminem. Carved into the coffin. It's like, melts in your mouth, not in your hands. <laughs> like a murderous candy shell. Like, dun, dun, dun. He got like a fucking prison tattoo. He's got like the... The uh, uh, Eminem like drawing, but he's got like the the teardrop, the teardrop tattooed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've just sucked one year of your life away. What did this do to you? Tell me. And remember, this is for posterity, so be honest. How do you feel? In awful shit to kids news. Here we go. This is a story from uh, Press Enterprise. Um, this. This mother goes to her pastor. All right, so stop me if you've heard this one. <laughs> a woman walks into a church and walks up to her pastor and says, Hey, I need some advice on how to discipline my kid. And he says, No problem. Me and two other guys will take him out back, have him dig his own grave, beat him with shovels. Half bury him. Hold on. Half bury, Half bury him. him. And then, uh, and, and then um, pinch him with pliers. Right. What the fuck were you thinking, man? That's the worst advice ever. <laughs> it's like, hold on a second. I'm looking for a way to, like, install this closet. And the guy's like, I have a solution for you. I'm going to drive my car through your house. And you're like, no, that's a really bad idea. But no, I'm a pastor. <laughs> Well, who did you ask for advice? Like Joe Pesci yeah. from Goodfellas? He comes over with eight heads in a fucking duffel bag. Like, are you kidding me? Where's the Utes? <laughs> hey, he can come over with Marissa Tomei anytime. That's all I'm saying. Hey, she's always she's welcome. welcome anytime. She's always I welcome. Just, you know, this is this is one of, this is one of those stories right, what you that say? you look at these guys and you're like. So you guys terrorized a 13-year-old, made him stand in his own, you know, mock grave, hit him with a shovel, and then I partially can't. buried him. You know what they're doing is they're like, you know, you don't act right. We're going to, you know, put you in the grave. And the kid's probably fucking bawling and traumatized oh my God, and freaked he's... out because they're making him stand in there while they're shoveling fucking dirt on him like the end of fucking Goodfellas. You know, it's just like like the worst moment that this kid could possibly have. These people have been charged with torture. I mean, the kid wasn't... I don't think that they really, really fucked this kid up because the kid didn't need any medical attention, so they probably didn't, you know, hurt him that that bad, but not physically. Right, the psychological damage, though. I mean, honestly, his actual death is probably going to be less traumatic. <laughs> exactly. And less stressful. <laughs> I mean, who would... He dug his own grave! That's... Yeah, you really only that's, do that in, like, a Nazi movie. You know what I mean? What like, the fuck? That's the only time that you do that. I mean, he was not trying out for Casino. Yeah, exactly. Guy dug his own fucking yeah. grave. And then he had to get in it. Like, it's not like they had him... I, I mean, there's no way to justify this, right? What what sort of disciplinary problems does this kid have where the solution is, you know what we ought to do? Mock's execution. Yeah, mock execution. That'll do it. Yeah, the only that's what we'll do. The only thing I could think that he did was he did this to some other kid. You know what I mean? Like, right. like that's the only punishment that fits if you somehow made another thirteen-year-old kid dig his own grave, get in there, pinch him with pliers, <laughs> hit him with a shovel, and carry him, oh, cover him up with that. dirt. Like that's what this thirteen-year-old had I, to do. And this is the worst pastor ever. <laughs> it's a pastor. This is the pastor, and he had to enlist two buddies yeah, to do this. Like, and and how do you present that idea, right? All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a little scared straight. All right, this kid is on the wrong path. 
We want to get him back on the path to God. Now, I asked myself, I prayed, got down on my knees. I said, Jesus, Lord Jesus, <laughs> what shall I do with this wayward youth? <laughs> and it came to me. I'll make him dig his own fucking grave, then beat him with a shovel and pitch him with some pliers. Hank, Hank. You guys in? You got, huh? Joe, Hank, Joe, Hank, Hank, Joe. Yeah, let's do yeah, this. Of course thing. they're in. Look at these guys. Are you kidding I me? I know, right? <laughs> Any church that is in a strip mall yeah. oh, God, next to the Rite knows. Aid and a t-shirt shop. I don't even eat in strip malls. <laughs> <laughs> Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Hmm. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. So this story is from Raw Story. Um, So Arizona's working on a measure to ban abortions um, after 20 weeks of pregnancy. Um, But the way that some experts have read this bill, they actually define pregnancy... As immediately after your last period, which means that you could, according to this bill, have started your pregnancy two weeks prior to your conception. So that's pretty that's pretty scientific. That's a nice rigid format. Right. That seems like a good idea. That's definitely how you want to do that is to make sure that you're defining things by a date that doesn't necessarily coincide with actual conception. The thing I don't I guess I don't understand the most about this bill is how do you check? How do you know when their last period? You have to you have to take their word for it when they say, "Well, when was your last period?" Um, I don't know. Or they say, "Well, I think it was around this date." Oh, that's the hard and fast date that we're going from at that point? I mean, is that what we're doing? Yeah, and actually I I misspoke because it's actually they start the clock um, at the woman's last, last menstrual period. Right. So how do they know, though? They have to take her word, right? You'd have They're to ask like digging her, in her fucking right. garbage. They're not like, right. oh, we're going to find the last tampon she used. Well, in Arizona, don't you have to log every period with the government? <laughs> like, isn't that? You have to fill it out in triplicates. <laughs> you, have to, you have to just, like, no, I mean, they're not ridiculous. No. You can do that sure, shit online yeah, as yeah. long as you upload photos. Yeah, no, you got to use that, that that special camera that they give to all the women. <laughs> um, no, but really, seriously, like, what do you, you got to trust the woman. So what you do is you tell all the women in Arizona to say, it's the la- the last time uh, that I thought I was pregnant was, you know, when I found out I was pregnant was this date. You know, just try to push that date up as far as you can. Sure. Because, you know, they're going to – they could screw you over royally. Um, and, you know, you could get, you could wind up getting – you know, not being able to, to, you know, have an abortion in this, in, this, in this state because of this rigid, stupid law. I don't understand why they don't just – you know, if they keep passing these laws that, that, that move the – the timeline further and further. Why well, just just make it like you know two hours? Sure. You know you can't have an abortion if the you know if it's more than two hours after conception. Two hours. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, what's so magical about the 20, 20 months? Well, when, and well, okay. Well, why don't they just put fucking uh, the day after pill in all our drinking water? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> That, that way, there's no way that, you know, anybody's going to get pregnant unless you fucking, you know, buy bottled water, I guess. I what know. they would actually want to do is they would want to put the antidote, the antidote to the day after pill. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because they want everybody to they be really pregnant. They really do. They want babies. everybody to be pregnant. Like immediately. Because yeah. these are the same, you know, the anti-abortion nuts tend to be the same nuts who are anti-contraception. 
Yeah. You know, there's a strong correlation. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, well, and then they just tell you, like, well, you just shouldn't be having the sexy time. Yeah, Jesus loves every sperm. Every sperm yeah, is he alive. Does. Yeah. He's loves a lot of tissues. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> just like I've thrown out a lot of tissues. <laughs> it's like it's always been the little women that caught the vision of giving, beginning with Jesus himself. Out of their private means, some of you little precious ones have that little grocery money, some of that little money set aside. Assure tonight the blessings of God on your family by giving it to God and speaking that. Say it, God, this is for blessings on my family. So this is a story from New York Times, although I've seen this in several other places. I love this story. Um, there's a scandal going on uh, in Russia over the leader of the Russian Orthodox Church. There's an image of this guy uh, looking pretty pretty normal, not looking totally insane or anything. Uh, there's a picture of this guy <laughs> signing a something, and he's wearing a watch. He's wearing a $30,000 watch. And evidently they thought, well, that's a little opulent. <laughs> we'll just Photoshop that out. Didn't, didn't work out. No. <laughs> Why didn't it work out, Tom? Because they got shitty shop skills, yo. Like these guys, <laughs> these guys shop for shit. I mean, they they left in the image. It's this guy's. He's got his arm resting on a glossy wooden table. Yeah, and and you can see the reflection of the fucking watch, clear as fucking day in this table. Right, right. But his, they, his they sleeve chopped it off his wrist. Yeah, but his sleeve it's, it's chopped off. They covered it. They made his sleeve a little longer. So he has this black sleeve and this sort of floating ghostly watch that's inside the table. You know, maybe it's you know maybe that's part of the divine mystery that we're just supposed to accept. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Look, the guy's got to know what time it is. How does he know when the apocalypse is nigh? This guy, this guy thinks it's coming soon because he's wearing a helmet. Um, right, I know. He's, he's got like a, he's got like a Colonel Clink hat on. <laughs> I know nothing, nothing. I actually had to look at that twice to see if that was a cross or just a spike. It looks like a booby. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like a god warrior. <laughs> he's got a spear. You know, somewhere around him. There's like a spear or a broadsword or something. Because I've used this guy in many video games before. I'm sure. I actually heard he was a Russian Orthodox Power Ranger. <laughs> that's that's actually. You know, I'm reminded of a, a comment from uh, British Andy from a long time ago about how their police wear hats that look like pert breasts. Yes. <laughs> His hat looks like a titty, man. This guy is yeah, with a nipple tassel on. You know what I mean? And it's kind it's of like, in full swing at this point. He's got a stripper boob he on. He totally <laughs> does. He totally does. <laughs> Uh, looks he looks ridiculous. The uh, the the watch you said uh, earlier, thirty thousand dollar timepiece. You know, never pretend that the best steward of your charity dollars is the church. I mean, like no. really, truly, that's just a bad idea. Only every time. It's really you know they get caught in these fucking scandals constantly. A thirty thought. Can you imagine? Look, I've I've seen the commercials. You can feed like four hundred kids on seventy five yeah, cents no kidding, a day. Right? You know, like you, you can buy I like 12 thigh masters and feed a whole bunch of little brown kids on 75 cents a day, according to, yeah. you know, <laughs> what, what's her name? Susan like Struthers. Four or pieces whatever. of rice is fine right. for them. Yeah. Oh, that's that's feeding them. Yeah. Wait, why do they all look so hungry? Yeah. Why don't you show me some kids that look well fed in those videos? Yeah, no kidding. Like, I don't believe you. But anyway, 
You can feed how many kids for $30,000? Yeah. I'm going to guess more than 30. That's it. A- and wouldn't wouldn't feeding one of those kids be better than buying this guy a watch? Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, that's a that's easily a car that's a car money. You know what right. I mean? Like you spent a car money right. on a watch. Right. At what point is he is he in the the jewelry store thinking that's a good use of my resources. I don't understand that at all. Yeah. I'm sorry. And he's already got the jewelry on. He's already pimped out with his giant fucking titty hat. Everything around him is gilded. Yeah. Look around him. Everything <laughs> exactly. is gilded. Uh, he seemed trusted. Yeah. I mean, even his table has a deep, rich mahogany finish. <laughs> So this story is from CNN. Um, Three people, three, killed as human sacrifices in Mexico. In the northern Mexico state of Sonora, eight people were arrested for killing two boys and a woman. They were offered up as human sacrifices to Santa Muerta, the saint of death. At least it was the right saint. Right. They picked the right saint, the patron saint of blood sacrifice. Right. (laughs) It's not a real saint, although... Like, uh, none of them are real saints, but this one is even less a real saint than the other ones because this one isn't, I guess, recognized by the church. Although, to be honest, it probably should be. Um, I love the name, though. I mean, like, I don't a badass name. Santa Muerte. (laughs) I fucking love that shit. Really? Yeah. Two 10-year-old boys and a woman killed as blood sacrifices? I mean, were they like, Kalima, Shakti Day, Kalima? Really? Well, you're doing fucking a Catholic church wrong, I think. You know, if you're blood sacrificing something, this isn't this isn't the church anymore. This is something else. It's another fucking, you know, kookball fucking religion that you've mashed up with your other religion. So you've made up this saint. Um, you know, all the saints are made up, but, you know, I mean, well, they're not, you know, they existed. Saints, obviously, there's some some people that they consider saints existed, but some didn't. Um, and, you know, obviously, a lot of the stories are fucking made up. But in this particular case, this is just a completely fabricated thing that they're now, you know, it's almost like Santeria or something. Like, you accept it as like fucking... It's like voodoo mixed with fucking right. nuttiness and fucking rubbing fucking chicken guts on your face and like like all these people are all wacky and they go like and then this is the final step. Like this is this is the final step where you're just fucking, you know, you've checked out of the human race at this point when you're killing people for a blood sacrifice. Isn't your foreskin enough yeah, no blood kidding. sacrifice? I mean, you, you you've already you've already cut off part of your genitals for God. Right. And, and you're thinking at, at some point it crosses your mind, good, could be better, could be better. <laughs> well, you gave that to God. You've got to give something to Santa Muerte. Right. I, and how is this guy like, you know, OK, so if they beatify or canonize, I don't know which Would one. Would it be a girl with Santa? Oh, yeah, Santa Muerte. Like Santa Muerte comes down your chimney. You're like, Santa. Oh, oh fuck. Santa Muerte. Oh, it's the worst Santa. Get your I sickle out of here. You've got a giant sickle. You're attacking everyone. Oh, God. You should see what he did to the family dog. It's not a cup of milk, though. you got to leave um, something else. Another liquid. Yeah, right. Yeah, instead of cookies, it's just like, yeah, I left him a shot glass of blood. Shot glass. Yeah, just a little shooter for Santa so Muerte. You don't want him to get full. He's got lots of houses to visit. <laughs> Oh, no. We're 
worst Christmas ever. <laughs> Here comes Santa Muerte. Here... Oh, no. Oh, right. Down bloodbath lane. <laughs> it's terrible. I always Santa... wondered why Rudolph's nose was red. <laughs> <laughs> He's rooting around in child blood again. So we're going to take a break and give you all the information that you need to find us on Facebook, on Twitter, um, occasionally maybe on Google+. <laughs> maybe if I get around to it. Also, we'll give you the information you need to leave us voicemails and hate mails and all the various mails. And we'll be right back after the break. You can email these assholes at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. For more information on this or any other episode, visit the Cognitive Dissonance website, dissonancepod.com. Like our show on Facebook to join in the conversation. Just search for Cognitive Dissonance in Facebook or go to our website for the link. You can converse with us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Help us out by retweeting and reposting our shows. You can call us and leave us a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Long distance rates apply. Your help is fucking greatly appreciated. So this next story, this is from Star Tribune. Um, This is uh, from the Twin Cities. Uh, This is actually pretty awesome, St. Paul, Minneapolis area. So a local school decided to have uh, a representative from the archdiocese talk. They came in and they gave a talk about family and marriage. Um, And part of the talk involved basically belittling and marginalizing families that were anything but... The, the 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 sort of normalized nuclear family uh, allowed by and uh, associated with the church, so they were bagging on uh, adopted families, single parent families, and of course everybody's favorite whipping boy, same sex families, and the students didn't take to it. Yeah, they they wound up. It's funny, Tom, because they wound up only inviting the seniors, right? Because there's a possibility they could vote. And then they come in and they have this platform that is clearly a political platform, right? Your platform is based on how you want people to vote uh, and you're going to give them this sort of lecture. And the students didn't take it at all. A lot of students were upset, uh, mad. Some students left and were like crying. Some were crying. One student actually held up a sign that said, I love my two moms, which is awesome. Yeah, it but, is. Uh, but, you know. What you what you want to say is like okay fine I know I realize you guys are fucking anti-gay I realize that everybody should fucking realize that and I really think if you're a Catholic and these people are anti-gay in your in your area you need to get somewhere you need to go somewhere else where your religion is, you, the, they they don't try to dip that into your religion because there's plenty of Catholics out there that don't agree with this there's plenty of them so you need to just boycott your areas. Group and just try to work with somebody else if, you, if, your, if your faith is important to you. That's first off. That's what I would say to any Catholic that is pissed off when their, you know, their archbishop or whoever this guy is comes in and says, you know, gays are bad. But let's just for a moment think about the adopted family. The adopted family? You're going to fucking bag on the adopted family? You know, what kind of sick fuck are you to say that that's not, that's not a good thing? You know, you're, you're, the, you're the fucking reason why you're one of the major reasons why there's no contraception for people who don't want it you're against contraception inherently and you're also against abortion so the people who wind up getting you know that that believe in what you what you preach they have the kid 
And then if they don't want it, you encourage them to put it up for adoption. So fucking, you're basically fucking, you got a fucking warehouse full of babies and you're pissed off and you don't <laughs> want them to have them. What are you, warehouse an asshole? Babies. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, there's so many reasons that a family might be different than the average family. Right. You know, and <clears throat> whether you want to, you know, no matter what kind of values you want to espouse, you know, mom and dad get in a car wreck and fucking die. Nobody, nobody did anything. Even if you buy into this bullshit fucking Stone Age goddamn morality. (laughs) Right. Like, even if you buy into that, mom and dad get killed in a car wreck. Okay, now the kid's an orphan. Now he's got to get adopted. Well, really? Now you're going to... That's not... You're going to say that that's not a normal family and anything less than normal is less than? Or single parents. Like, you know, the the idea that... You know, there's this sort of idea that... You know, single parenthood. Well, you know, that clearly means that there was something going on, that this is, a, a, you know, a suspect family. What if somebody, like, what if somebody just has a heart attack? What if somebody's, I don't know, serving in the fucking military? What if they get and raped? gets killed in the military? What if they get raped, Tom? Right. Fucking that, that dude ain't nowhere to be found. And you're going to fucking convince that person to have that baby. Oh, but it's okay because they're less than. Yeah, and now we'll just we'll you double stick. It's yeah, a double stick. You know, we get to shun them for the because they were raped, and now we get to shun them because they're less than a regular family. Uh, so you know, it's just like a you know, it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a twofer. You know, yeah, we got yeah. it's a double it's, win. Yeah, exactly. We got to visit the sins of the mother on the child, sure. so we feel yeah, good. We feel good about that. Yeah, you know, it's, and that's even if you buy into all their stupid bullshit morality police nonsense that would say that any of those you know normal courses of human events that often uh, make adopted families happen or single parent households a reality, you know, even if you buy into all that bullshit, there are so many circumstances where that can occur where there was no moral infraction to your ridiculous generic motherfucking code of nonsense. So. It, that's such an offensive – and I love that the students didn't tolerate it. I like it too, yeah. That's what should happen. These guys should go places and be like, well, let me tell you how it should be. And everybody should stand up and be like, no, you're just wrong. You're just – you're not – you are not a voice of moral authority anymore. I just don't understand like specifically the the gay marriage thing. I really – it just fucking boggles my mind how you could possibly think that there's some sort of victim. I mean, it's two consenting adults. Nobody's injured. No, but there's no way that anybody could be injured by me marrying somebody else. And you're going to you're going to be the person who calls it a moral choice. There's no morals there. It's not a moral decision. It's a fucking just it's just a decision. It, it affects no one else but the person who I'm with. It really yeah, somebody got upset about the location of a PP or who fucking ridiculous. You know? right? <laughs> God. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, look, I GPS track my genitals. Absolutely, me too. That way I can post online where they've been. They got a little, they got a little tracking collar on them, you know. It's very little, <laughs> it's very actually. It's small, actually. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a very it's more of a tracking tiny thimble. little. Yeah. It's, a- <laughs> it's not like an ankle bracelet. I mean, like, let's not get crazy here. It's more like a finger cot, you know. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's like a, you know, thimble. Thimble-sized. Thimble sized, yeah. yeah, hollowed out. Sure, yeah. Thimble or a small washer, yeah. you know, I mean. But satellite technology is amazing and so is nanotech. <laughs> so, I mean, it's really, it's the top of the line. So, speaking of the moral authority of the church. Right. A priest, uh, now this was in uh, Ireland. Um, a Catholic priest was... Uh, Going through a presentation, now, he was a technologically advanced sort of a guy. He had the whole, 
you know, laptop out sure. and the uh, projector, and he was going through a PowerPoint presentation. Yep. And some images popped up that he seemed surprised by. So he did the only rational thing and ran away. He just left the room. He just ran away. <laughs> I love that part of the story. Oh, I love it. Because his porn he showed had up. His, he had his little, uh, his little memory stick out. You know, like, <laughs> like really, you've got to be a better steward of your porn, I think, with, just to, <laughs> to have a memory stick. You know, like, can't you just label it, like, to prawns and just, I mean, they're fucking 16. Now you can just get go, a red one or something. You can go to the store, buy yourself a black one, you know, and that's the bad one. And then buy yourself a you know <laughs> a, the a white stick. one, and that's where you keep your please donate money to my church PowerPoint. That's what you know. I would make a separation, a clear separation. Of, no, Cecil, I've used PowerPoint. You have to drag and drop images into the slides. Yeah, I think he was looking for his presentation, and <laughs> what happened— No, you, I mean, this is Maybe awesome. this is it. Because he, he's looking in a file, and he probably had it set so that the thumbnails pop up, yeah. and there's fucking, you know, some guy going balls deep in somebody, <laughs> and he's like— <laughs> And he shrieks, and he lifts up his little skirts, and he runs out of the room— and, uh, and you know, I, I just think, you know, here's the thing. You're going to come down on everybody else about, oh, you know, you shouldn't – you should have a fucking single family, right? Single families are bad. Gays are bad. All this, you know, sexually deviant shit is bad. But you're cool with porn. Right. You, yeah. The, you lost your moral authority card. Please turn that shit in at the this, door. This guy, I, I just love so much that he ran away. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's the mature way to deal with a problem. Sure. It's just to run. You shriek and run. Out of the room. Like, sh- he had to shriek. <laughs> he had to shriek. I mean, I, I, that's how I envision it. I like your comment online. Yeah. <laughs> that he he mixed up his laptop and his fap top. His fap top. I think, I think that's fap great. Fap is a funny word. I don't know what it is about that word. It makes me laugh I'm a lot, also though. a little baffled, to be honest, as to who's saving images onto a... Yeah, that, that's they're interesting. They're always accessible yeah, it's, online. It's not like, it's not like they're going to go away. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's, like, oh, man, I found a website that has naked ladies yeah, no on kidding, it. kidding, right? Quick, hit save. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Who saves yeah, the, their porn? The, uh, the naked ladies will be there next week, bro. <laughs> what is going on with you? That's why you have an internet, Right. Man, I got to make sure I have my jerk it material yeah. with me at all times, <laughs> regardless of my ability to get on Wi-Fi. Yeah, Jesus, the guy man. Si- you know, the only way that's handy is if you're sitting somebody somewhere with your laptop and the inclination to jerk it yeah. and no Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. Well, maybe what the, the fuck? maybe he just can't afford the Wi-Fi connection. You maybe know, they don't have it in the they- rectory. <laughs> Donald Trump often appears on Fox, which is ironic because a fox often appears on Donald Trump's head. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. The, the, the Oompa Loompa of real estate he fame. Is. <laughs> this is from Raw Story. Uh, he warned Fox viewers, the most educated viewers, um, that autism is caused by vaccines. So if you are a double whammy idiot, <laughs> meaning you get your news from Fox, right? 
And you consider Trump to be a trustworthy <laughs> spokesperson for medical yeah, advice. No, what's, what's more likely is you've had the unfortunate experience of losing the controller while Trump was on the screen. Because I cannot <sighs> imagine somebody going out of their way to listen to what this douchebag has to say. I would go out of my way to – I would fucking clog mud up in my ears <laughs> to get his voice. Jamming in there with Q-tips I don't as get, deep I don't as you can go. I'll stick gravel. Yeah. I don't like, – <laughs> I'll peel bubble gum off the fucking bottom of a table in a public restaurant. I'll drown myself to unconsciousness to not listen to this guy. <laughs> Seriously. And what, what does he say in here, Tom? What he, what he says is, he's just like, well, I just think that there's been a lot of cases that have been reported lately, where the most ever have been reported recently, and so there's got to be something. And you're like, okay, well, that's the argument from ignorance, because you're saying, well, I don't know what it is, but therefore it's vaccines. So first off, it's like completely fucking, you're blowing it right out your ass. But that doesn't take into account, and it completely misses the point, that autism may be, and I don't know if this is true or not, I'm just it's just a fucking option, that they may just have different diagnoses to find out whether or not your kid's autistic nowadays. Yeah, I mean, that's that that that's supposed to, you know, from what I've read, that accounts for a lot of the increase in, in autism. It's like, we know more about autism. We screened for it earlier. That's when you start screening for new diseases at an, or, or new disorders at an earlier age, you're going to find more instances of that disorder. Right. You know, that's just, that's how that works. It, it, I love too, that he was challenged on it, you know, e- even on Fox. I know. <laughs> These people are like, this Look, guy man. said, uh, you know that most physicians disagree with that. And the studies say there is no link. It used to be thought it was mercury in the vaccinations, which they've not had for years. Um, and later in the article, it says nearly 20 studies in recent years, including one from the CDC, have found no link between autism and vaccines. And in fact, the CDC found that children who developed autism spectrum disorder had less exposure to vaccines that contain mercury. Right. So it's like, the, the, that's not, that's a settled question. And this guy is going to show up on Fox News and be like, well... I've got a medical opinion. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, this guy's an idiot. And, you know, Tom, the worst fucking, the biggest fucking sin of this, if I can use that word, um, is that this makes people think that it's settled. This gives people the opinion to say, well, we know where that autism stuff is coming from. Right. And there's no, now there's no dollars going to it from certain people who are going to say, well, there's autism research. I'd literally like to support that autism research to find out where it actually fucking comes from so we can either figure out what the fuck is wrong or just learn to deal with it in a different way or whatever it is that causes this thing. But instead, it's like, well, I'm fucking, I brush my hands off. I've figured it all out. I know exactly where it comes from. So who cares? You know what I mean? Like now we've got to start thinking about vaccines in different ways because you've figured it out, which your no study has shown. You're, it's like a double whammy. It's pulling fucking autism dollars out of the pot. At the same time, it's telling people that fucking vaccines aren't. All that they're stacked up to be. Vaccines fucking save so many lives. It's ridiculous. What the fuck is wrong with people when they see, you know, 20 studies doesn't fucking come up, but people still believe it. They're like, oh, well, it's big pharma. Well, you're an idiot. You're just not looking at the fucking evidence. You're just fucking head up your own ass. It's totally irresponsible to just decide that one thing causes another thing and then to broadcast that. Especially if the thing you're saying causes the problem 
is a life-saving medical treatment, which is what vaccines are. My wife right now, right now, has influenza. Like, genuine influenza. You know, I don't have that right now. Do you know why? Because I got the flu shot. I got a vaccine for it. I will get that vaccine next year, too. <laughs> I will keep getting it. Because I don't want influenza. So people are going to go around getting diseases. So they can avoid autism. Which this doesn't cause. Because Donald Trump said so. The man can't manage his hair. I just pray over this equipment. We speak over the PowerPoint presentations, the, all of the video projectors, and we say, devil, we know what you love to do in meetings like this. And we say, you will not, in Jesus' name, you will not prevent this message from going out. No microphone problems in Jesus' name. So Cecil, it's Team Girl Squad time. It is Team Girl Squad. Team Girl Squad! <laughs> teen girl. I wonder if they got they used Teen Girl Exorcism Exorcism Squad. I wonder if they paid any royalties to uh, to Homestar Runner off that. You're blatantly stealing from fucking Homestar here. It's I if they didn't they should have. They should have. This shit is spectacular. Um, it's basically a story about three teen girls who claim to. Purge demons from people through exorcism. Purging the demons. You know, so if you got demons and you want to hang out with young girls. Yeah. <laughs> There's perks. You know, you can always call the teen girl exorcism squad. This story is such a non-story. The only reason this story exists as a story is because they're photogenic. Yeah. Right? right. That is the only reason that this exists. It, it's such utter nonsense. And the way that it's filmed is like they've got like this like here's like the beauty queen ninja turned exorcism squad leader. And they call her the enforcer. What yeah. does she enforce? God's rules? <laughs> she enforces that fucking cross on your head. And they're going to make like th- these chicks are going to get their own reality show. Oh, my God. Are you fucking serious? But there's no reality involved. Dude, there's a great part of this video, though, I will say, where they got this fucking this woman who has dined on several cheeseburgers, <laughs> let's say, and she's she's getting held back. And the guy, the, the reporter kind of sounds like surprised at one point. He's like, look at this. It takes four men to hold her back. I'm like, yeah, it takes four men to fucking lasso a fucking cattle, too, motherfucker. <laughs> like, that's a big ass woman. Like, no kidding. She's got a lot of weight to throw around. No, no wonder why there's fucking they're struggling holding her back. And the, the best part is listening to these people when they're like. Get out of there, demon. Like, nah! like, you're like, oh, my God. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking Yahoo fucking serious? These people absolutely, these think they actually believe that they're they're infected with demons. And this one dude is just like, so there could be a demon in me now. And this this asshole who's actually a famous evangelist. Bob Larson is uh, is his famous evangelist, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's demons. There could be a demon in you right now. And she's like, and you're going to pass around the collection plate exactly. real soon. You know, I think the most telling part of the article is, you know, where, where they say, well, they charge for it. They're not going around exercising people for free. They charge right. for their exorcism services. And they sure. say it takes more than one visit. So... They, I mean, they've got a scheme here. Yeah, absolutely. They, they've got a scheme. And it's like, well, okay, you guys are going to show up and you're going to find mentally ill people 
who need legitimate fucking help. And you're going to basically placebo them. And maybe it works for a little while because placebos are powerful. Placebos work, but they don't last for very long. So then you're going to feel fucking crazy some more because you're mentally ill and you need legitimate psychiatric help. But you felt good last time, so you call the Teen Girl Squad. And the Teen Girl Squad shows up and you write them a check. Wash, rinse, repeat. Right. And people are going to get rich off of the vulnerable people in society who believe that there's fucking demons. And she names some of the demons like, well, there's demons like anger and murder and hate and jealousy. Those are powerful demons. It's like, no, those are emotions. And one of them is an action. One of them is an action. But that's fine. You know, there's also demons called cheeseburger and and fucking uh, coffee press. You know what I mean? Like, what? Are you just going to start naming this shit in your room? You know, it's like fucking Coffee press the demon. It's like coffee press the demon. You got to press it out. I just I just think part of me thinks, though, when I hear these people doing it and they're, you know, the old lady's like shaking her head and, and you know, she's looking at the woman. And she's like, get away from me or whatever, you know. And you're like, you're like, you're a fucking faker. Yeah. You're a faker. Yeah. You're lying to me, you fucker. Yep. You know, like you, there's no way there's I mean, well, there, obviously there's no way there's a demon in you. But I don't even believe that you believe it at a certain. See, point. I don't know, because, you know, once you get the, the the myth of popular culture involved, because, you know, I think it's telling that all of these things look like we expect them to look. They sure, look like sure. the movies tell us the shit looks. But I think you get people who are genuinely mentally ill. And I think that their ability to fabricate a reality that they believe, I think that's a powerfully real thing that people can can, can go through. But the these people aren't getting helped. They're not getting any kind of legitimate help through this process at all. They're getting fleeced. They're getting money taken from them. Like, get out. No! There's a good continental breakfast in the morning. Ah! <laughs> like, the demons are just, ah, it's comfortable. They're king size bed and fluffy pillows. Fuck you! I'm napping on her bladder. You know, it's a waterbed. I don't, this is just, this is a cynical fucking way. Who, you know, who I don't believe is these three teen girls. <laughs> So we got a little bit of email this time we want to talk about. Uh, the first one we got was from Henry, and Henry asked us, he said uh, one of us, he says he recalls that one of us was religious. If you could go back in time and debate your former religious self, what would you say and how would you uh, how would you think you would have responded back then? Um, I had some debates when I was religious with people who weren't religious, and I didn't really – it wasn't really one of those things that I felt – super strongly about either way at a certain point in my life. I was kind of just when I was debating people that were religious and I or that weren't religious and I was, I didn't really have anything I think that I could have said uh, that would have maybe changed my mind. And I really didn't have a lot to say to those people and didn't really think about kind of their position. Um, I was pretty dumb. I mean, I'm going to come right <laughs> out and just say I was a dumb person. Um, but I, I, I grew, I've grown. I've grown to be more critical of myself as well as critical of the world. And uh, I think that, you know, sometimes you just got to give people room to grow. And I had just had plenty of time to grow. So that's that's where I, that's why I'm where I'm at. I don't know that there would have been one magic bullet that I could have said that would have changed my mind. Yeah. You know, you know, what occurred to me was when I when I was a kid, whenever I would get in trouble, uh, my dad would make me write essays about it. You know, like I would do something. And he'd be like, yeah, well, you know, you know why that's wrong, don't you? I'd be like, yeah, I know why that's wrong. He'd be like, all right, 
well, I want three pages. Write me a, write me three pages about, tell me why it's wrong. And I'd have to sit there and write a fucking essay about why the thing I just got in trouble for doing was the bad. And it, it was just a, it was, it was a disciplinary measure that he did. But I think, I think it would almost be useful as an exercise to be like, all right, well, you know, you're, you're religious. I want you to tell me why this one is right and this one is wrong. And then I want you to yeah. write that same essay in yeah. reverse. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think if you can do that and be honest with yourself, you're not going to you're going to come away with some doubts. We got an e- we we got into a Twitter conversation and an email conversation with a person by the name of Michael, Michael Wilson, who is from uh, New Zealand. And he is making a, a, a movie and the movie he's making is trying to raise some funds and trying to get some free labor from people to donate their labor so that he can put together, you know, promotional materials. And I'm sure he's going to be searching for other stuff later on when he gets tape and whatnot. Um, but he's trying to make this movie called God is Incredible. And he's focusing on incredible being not credible. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so he's got a he's got a really interesting plan. Many of you people know uh, Michael as at Godless, Godless Atheist. He's on Twitter. He's got like, you know, over 9,000 followers at this point. And uh, he's one of these guys that's really funny. He goes out whenever anybody mentions atheist, he goes, um, he goes in like. <laughs> kind of insults people who say stupid shit. So like the latest thing that just happened seven minutes ago, somebody put, and I'm not a fucking atheist. And he put an arrow and said, I know I hate it when those morons misspell it because the person (laughs) misspelled atheist. So he's kind of one of these guys who needles people. So he's a really funny person to follow on Twitter. And he's got a lot of Twitter followers. So, uh, because I think everybody has searched for both godless and or atheist. It's a clever name to go with this guy. Um, but, uh, but he's putting a movie together. And uh, so we we're going to put up the links for this on our on our blog. Uh, take a look at it. You know, he's looking for some donations to get the movie started, and he's also looking for uh, some help uh, in in the I guess in the way of uh, of advertising materials now. But I don't know if that's going to change later on. But just basically looking for people to chip in on a project. So if you're interested, come to our site, click on his links, and go there and uh, and and take a look at the stuff. But uh, but we're hoping that uh, eventually, when he when he gets this project started and on the road, we're going to have him on our show. Um, but he was a very nice guy to talk to via email, and we we're happy to plug his project. So we got an email from Andrew, and uh, and Andrew says that he hadn't written written us for a while. Um, it sounds like he's having a bad time, but we hope everything gets better here, Andrew. Um, but he did say that uh, that. He got an immediate wire funds transfer of wire funds with interest of $20 million from somebody with a telephone number on it. And he says, you guys should call this. I would like to bring people's attention to a great website called 419 Eater where people do this exact thing. They go after these scammers and they get them to do crazy shit. And it it's it's delightfully mean and ridiculously funny. I have laughed until I was sore. Till I was crying and my face <laughs> muscles hurt from reading the stories. One of these guys, Shiver Me Timbers, he calls himself. Yeah, Shiver Me Timbers is awesome. He gets people, you know, like these these 419 scammers. He gets them to, like, send him original artwork and, like, carve, like, Wallace and Gromit into pieces of wood. And, like, yeah, he makes them do this sketch for about the dead parrot. Uh, with, uh, from from Monty Python, he does the dead parrot sketch so they could get into art school at right. one point. Oh, it's so funny. Their their whole goal, and I think this is brilliant, Tom, is they make it so that they're 
they're doing these crazy things to try to get this little bit of money, and he's stopping them from scamming other people while he's keeping them busy, which I think is really smart. He's also gotten them to tattoo themselves. Yeah. Which is delightful. These guys are oh, getting these it's great. Like, fucking backwoods tattoos. Oh, I love it. It's hilarious. But it's real it's delightfully mean and very funny. I love it. So if you get a chance, take a look at it. It's 419 Eater. You could just Google that and it'll take you to it. And it's all these people on this forum go after these people who do this uh this online scamming. And it's very funny. So take a look at it, Andrew. I'm sure you'll like it. So we got a Google voice. Um the Google Voice came in this week. We're going to play the audio now. There were some problems with the audio, and I'm just warning you ahead of time. It's only like a minute, minute and a half long, but you guys may experience when you're listening some blowing out of the audio. That's basically on this Google Voice. Somehow the uh, the audio in the voice was not good, so you may experience some r- kind of crazy sound in this, but it, you know we want to play it because somebody took the time to call in. So here's the Google Voice. Hey, this is Jeff. Just got turned on to your show, and I uh, gotta tell you, I laughed my ass off. First episode, really hilarious, really good alternative to some of the more serious uh, skeptic shows out there. Nice balance. Uh, so I started listening to some of your old episodes, and one that really got under my skin was the Spare the Rod, Spoil the Child, because about twice a year we drive a highway in Illinois that has a sign by the side of the highway. Says just that first pair of the rods spoil the child. And uh, I think it's actually two signs sort of read as you drive by, but no matter, I, I see that sign every time and it just kills me because, you know, atheists can't put up a sign that say, hey, we're atheists and we're not going to kill you, you know, but this guy can put up a sign that says, beat your children. I do. You know, it's great. And so I started wondering, well, what the heck is this guy's motivation for this? Why would you, why wouldn't you put up? Uh, you know, love thy neighbor or turn the other cheek, something positive, something, you know, beat your children. And I realized, which, you know, is obvious, they don't really believe it either. I mean, their instincts are telling, it's like our instincts are telling us, hey, it doesn't feel right, man. Just, just feel right. Maybe if I get everybody to do it, I'll, I'll feel better about it. Maybe if everybody agrees with me, I'll feel better about it. And, well, I don't think And Tom, here's what it here's what Google thinks it said. Google Voice Translator says, I need to pick up. Just got turned on your show. I guess I got lapdogs first. <laughs> of so really, are you? It's really good alternative something more serious. It shows after I sell it. This is your old up soon, yeah, one is really got a E-Raj with trial. <laughs> I love That's that. about what your we drive by. We it looked like Okay, but I thought I wait. I was just that first pair rod spoiled child, and thank you. Bye. So I'd appreciate it. All right. Bye. No matter, Peter. I suggest she is anyway. You spent say hey work. If you have to work, all right later. So you you know with the fact that the sights that your children I do. You know it's great. Ten. I was just wondering. Okay, just ask for the patient. Okay. Buy. Oh, you know what buying paper for the something? I was just something to be your job, and I realized which I was. I was just I don't believe it in I'll be an eight Stella, all right, six. 
Okay, bye. <laughs> if you write and just all right, thank you. Get everybody to do it all. Feel better about Doug. Peace. Feel better about it. Well, I'll take Mark. Bye. The butt. <laughs> I just thought I'd let you know how great, but keep it up. Talk to you later. I love that repeating bye. It's, know, it's, it's great. crazy. It's like a beat poem. It's fucking it has a rhythm awesome. To it. it really does. It's fucking awesome. I do want to say thank you for listening to the show. Um, thanks for digging around in the archives. And that's an interesting point you make about the uh, the person sort of justifying their own conflicted feelings by putting something out into the world because that's what Tom and I do every week with the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that you think I still have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a, we got a, another Trevon Martin email. This one was from James. Uh, let's see here. James is James is uh, very frustrated. <laughs> He's a very very angry young man. And he says to us, he says, you know, like people people keep saying it'll all get worked out in court. Um, he's like, the f- whole thing is about the fact that Zimmerman wasn't ever charged. If he had been charged, even if he were acquitted, even if the whole case was thrown out, then the Trevon Martin, then Trevon Martin would have just been one more of the countless anonymous black youths killed by guns every year in this country. And that's true. He mm-hmm. hasn't been, you know, yep. there's nothing happening. And so, so, uh, there's people that keep sending us stuff about this. We got something this week from somebody who said, you know, oh, there was eyewitness testimony now that's coming out. And it's like, OK, that's great. But again, we're never going to get a chance to see this to have its day in court. We think the law is fucked up. It's just how we feel. If you feel differently, that's great. That means you're using your brain thinking. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no way to get behind that law, I don't think, regardless so we hoped you enjoyed the uh, the delicious candy-filled center that is this episode, uh, <laughs> filled with wonderful, wonderful, uh, delicious candy that you can't experience. But we and we hope you uh, you come back next week to catch us. Uh, we will leave you as always with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.